Hi, I want to welcome you today to our podcast on the Holy Spirit. And first, let me introduce everyone. To my right is Kitty Ramirez, is director of our training department. Then we have Doris Craddock, our CEO, and I'm Christy Craddock, president. And we're with His Truth Transforms International, which is a biblical counseling, teaching, and training ministry. So today we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. And in each of our podcasts, we're talking about living the victorious life that God promised. And this is one of the crucial talks, I believe, about the Holy Spirit, because a lot of us don't understand who the Holy Spirit is, and there's a lot of misinformation, but they're also, you know, we're not really taught a lot about the Holy Spirit, which is the power within us to live the Christian life. And to kind of start out, it's, you know, as a believer, and we accepted Christ, God changes us from that moment on, and then what it, it takes the Holy Spirit to complete the work in our lives. So let's start out with um, the people listening to this podcast of, you know, how do we receive the Holy Spirit? Well, it tells us in his word that uh, clear back in Genesis 1-2 that the Spirit hovered over the waters. So we know that the Holy Spirit was with each of us from the very beginning. And then in uh, Ephesians, he tells us one thirteen that we are once we accept Jesus Christ into our life, that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. And so I didn't know that for a long time. I thought it was up to me to live the Christian life. And we wonder why we get frustrated and we fail. Where really it said I had no, I had the Holy Spirit there, but I wasn't using the power that was available to me. Mm-hmm. And in John seven thirty seven through. 38, it says, if any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from the innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. And this rivers of living water is the Holy Spirit. It's speaking about the Holy Spirit. And some of the misconceptions we do have, we think the Holy Spirit is a it or a thing. And um, he's distant and he's otherworldly, but for us as believers to be empowered by the Holy Spirit, we need to see the Holy Spirit as personal and intimate and take him from the otherworldly realm into the intimate, let's get to know him realm. And the Holy Spirit has a mind and a will and emotions, and he is the very living Christ within us to empower us to walk after the life of Christ and not after the things of the flesh. And what is flesh? Flesh is the natural desires of man energized by indwelling sin. It's the things that we want to do that make us happy for the moment. Man wants to be accepted through the people out in front of him, or man wants to be significant by what he gains, and man wants to be in control by those that he control that he controls around him or his events or it's all about the individual man that drives this indwelling sin to cause us to walk after the flesh so let me go back to who the holy spirit is it talks about in 1 Corinthians 2:11 that you were describing that the Holy Spirit has a mind. He communicates the thoughts of God to us. He has a will. And it talks about he has emotions in Ephesians 4.30. So it kind of gives some scripture background of the um, who the Holy Spirit is. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what does is, what is the Holy Spirit do in our lives? What is the role of the Holy Spirit? 
the role of the Holy Spirit is to live in us as a believer. Mm -hmm. And he tells us uh, when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, which is singular, is to love, joy, peace, patience, long-suffering. And, uh, and and there are several other things that it brings out. But we want to live our own life many times without realizing the Holy Spirit wants to, to live his life through us. And if, so we think it's all up to us to do this on our own. And it's really the power of the Holy Spirit that allows us the freedom to be who Christ wants us to be on a daily basis. And uh, let me share something here. Um, the Holy Spirit imparts hope, and that's from uh, Romans 15, 13. Mm -hmm. And just to give an example from my life on how the Holy Spirit empower, imparts hope. Uh, 20 years ago, my husband and I decided to buy a home out in the country. And so we had all sorts of hope on the horizon. It was a new home, a new start, a new location, a new life. Um, however, shortly after moving into our new home, my husband and I got into a great big argument, great big fight. And uh, my husband decided to just walk out the front door, slam the door, and I'm sitting there hopeless. And um, I sensed the Holy Spirit calling to me, let's, let's talk. And I didn't want to talk. I wanted to sit there and stew in being mad at my husband, unforgiveness. I thought I couldn't, he did this and I couldn't forgive him for at least two months. So I wanted to stew in that. But yet the Holy Spirit and his kindness kept pursuing me. So I went to the Holy Spirit. And what he did was what I imagined. He brought in compassion. He brought in, he brought in forgiveness. And so when my husband came home, that's what I did. I offered that forgiveness from the heart, from spending time with the Holy Spirit. So it was that hope that the Holy Spirit offers. And it's that life of living from the life of Christ instead of after the things of the flesh. Because the flesh wanted to be mad. The flesh wanted to be unforgiving. And yet the Holy Spirit wanted to offer that compassion and that forgiveness. I don't know how many times when things like this happen, Kitty, we think it's we have to be the one to... Uh, make everything right and all we have to do is to be willing to allow the Holy Spirit to change us then he brings about as she said the forgiveness the hurt and the disappointment they just are gone because the Holy Spirit takes over and I think we grow up in a society where everything has to be our way and we can't always have everything our way and I think as we allow the Spirit to work he starts changing that and we look forward to realizing I can let go of this area I don't have to control everything what you all are describing is as when we are new believers, that's just the start of our walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. And we've got to be in reading the word and going to church and applying the word to our life because we need to, you know, you start out as a baby Christian, so to speak, and mm -hmm. you mature your faith. And you all are talking about a point in your life where you have come to know Christ personally a daily walk where you desire to want him to be more um, lived out in you than anything else. And that's where we and our counseling ministry, we start with people walking in the door and we grow them spiritually. We disciple them to become from baby Christians to mature Christians. Mm -hmm. And as we mature our faith, as we, our whole goal is to be more like Christ, yes. to become more like Jesus in our life. And as we're willing to do that, that's where what you all are talking about is how we live this out. 
and how we allow the Holy Spirit to allow us to live that out. So let's talk about, you know, first it's, it really is a choice, one, to grow spiritually, where I see a lot of Christians stay the same. They mm-hmm. don't really want to grow. You know, they go to church and they're fulfilled a little bit, mm-hmm. but they still want to go and do all the things they did before becoming a believer. And then they wonder where Christ is and why my life's not different or where is my victory? Well, because they're not willing to really make a choice to act differently and to do things differently. Have you seen that in your counseling of how people, are you able to walk them through to live differently? Well, we have seen that in in the counseling. Um, um, We talk directly on their new identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, When we accept Christ, our Lord and Savior, we received a new heart and the Holy Spirit comes to live within us. He gives us a new identity, which is holy and righteous, without spot, without stain, without blemish. Yeah. And um, you had mentioned that baby Christians, you know, when they go to church and what have you, or even Christians that may have been Christians for a long time, but they still remain babies, um, can know God loves them. But to be filled with the Holy Spirit, it's, at, it's a moment-by-moment walk, which we all know, but to be filled then it takes the Holy Spirit within me to extend that love to someone who may not be so lovable at that point in time. Um, We can know that we are forgiven by God, but it takes a filling of the Holy Spirit. And that filling means I'm making the choice to extend forgiveness or Mm -hmm. love uh, to someone that I might not have the emotion of feeling right now, but I know because of my new identity in Christ, that's my new creation, and I'm going to make choices out of that truth. So we find that the more we um, yield our wills to the Holy Spirit, then God reveals himself to us. And we like that, and we want more of that, so we start living a life that's practiced more on yielding our wills to the Holy Spirit instead of walking according to the flesh. That's so true, Kitty. And, uh, you know, the whole, the Holy Spirit says in the scripture that he will convict us of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And so we don't like to be convicted of not living the right way, as Christy was saying, but we're not going to be at peace with the Lord when we continue the lifestyle. And as we grow spiritually, the Holy Spirit will start showing you areas of your life that you need to let go of. And I know many times I've hung on to things and didn't want to forgive as was mentioned, but it's so wonderful when you let go to realize I don't have the power, but many times I'll pray, Lord, make me willing to be willing to let go of this hurt or this disappointment or whatever somebody said to me, and uh, and you deal with them, and I'm going to go out and walk in the Spirit and allow you to work in my life. And that gives you such a freedom because we can't change another person. We can only change us, and that's why he's allowed us to have the Holy Spirit so each of us can change personally, and it's such a joy. Yeah, and we're talking about it's a choice, and then it's do we want to be different? Yes. And the scripture in Mark 8, 34 through 35, it talks about if anyone wishes to come after me, being Christ, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. And so what we're talking about is that denying ourself and it's even 
when we become a Christian, it's taking the old habits, the old worldly habits, whatever that looks like, and God will start convicting mm-hmm. us, whether it's, you know, drinking too much, it's spending too much money, it's um, cussing, it's it's looking at in Galatians where it talks about to stop living the life you were talking about your flesh. It's to look at, it's to live differently and what that looks like. And then you have the fruits of the spirit, you know, peace, joy, self-control. So it's looking at your life and allowing God to start showing you what things do need to be changed in your life. And it can be just getting your significance from a person or your job, even that needs to allow, you need to allow God to start showing you how are you allowing your job to be your significance instead of him. Mm -hmm. So it's looking at your life and saying, what am I replacing a personal relationship with God with? What things or people is more important to me than Christ? And so what does that look like as far as you know, we're talking about um, a moment-moment relationship. So what does that look like in just pornography or um, in any sexual addiction or it's even how finding my worth in Christ instead of in a job? What do we, how do we counsel that and, and counsel someone to start living this differently? I think we come to that place of realizing that as we grow spiritually, each of us, as Christy said, have different things that the Holy Spirit is kind of pointing out to us that's keeping us from really growing spiritually. Yeah. Things that we that are embedded in our belief system. And we, we have a new belief system the moment we accept Christ. And so he tells us in Galatians and Ephesians that we need to get rid of those things that are not pleasing to him, as you said. And uh, all we have to do is to say, God, this is not the person I know I should be. I can't honor you and live in a Christian life if I'm keeping into these different areas. And so we come to that place of giving them to God and allowing them and saying, Holy Spirit, you're the one that has to change us. I can't, I have to be willing to give it to you, but through the Holy Spirit, that's where the change will come. And it's amazing how you'll have a peace. The one thing that a Christian has that a non-Christian can will never have is we allow God to work. He will give you and I an inner peace and an inner joy. And we can't ever replace that because that comes from the Lord himself. Well, and it's interesting you say that, Doris, because in, in Ephesians 1, 17 through 20, it says that very thing. I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus, the glorious Father, may give the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. So it's all about knowing him better. Mm-hmm. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you and the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparable great power for us who believe that power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenlies. So it's understanding that this is a a supernatural walk. And as baby Christians, going back to your point, Christy, when we're counseling individuals who come in, who regardless of their age, many are oftentimes baby Christians, Mm -hmm. it is helping them to see that they have an actual empowerment within themselves to um, cry out to, to reach out to, to pray for help, 
Um, if I'm struggling in a marriage, then Holy Spirit, I believe, help me in my unbelief. Holy Spirit, help direct me to walk according to my new identity in Christ. Help my emotions not become the authority of my life. Let me put a pause on my response to this event that's making me so so angry right now at the moment and speak to my heart so that I have that heart of compassion which you have given me and that heart of forgiveness that you have given me. And at first for baby Christians, this is going to seem very foreign, but this is how God has designed us to live. Once we have accepted mm -hmm. Christ as our Lord and Savior, he has designed and empowered us to live according to the risen Christ within us. And so it's now us discipling people how that works in their daily living. Mm -hmm. I think so much today people blame other people. We kind of play that blame game. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not my fault something happened. It's the other person's fault. And if we come to realize that we need to let go of that and that we're responsible for ourselves individually. And then as Kitty said, as we allow the Spirit to work. And he says, if you walk in the flesh, you'll not fulfill if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. And so those patterns that have become so real in our life, as we grow spiritually, God, through the spirit, just takes a lot of those patterns out of our life. Mm -hmm. We look back and think, I can't remember. I used to have such a bad temper. I can't remember. I just didn't want to forgive that person because the spirit of God just changes us mm -hmm. as we allow him to. And you had talked about in the scripture, um, I think it was John 7, 37, it was the desire to be different. Mm -hmm. And that's such a key verse because as we grow spiritually, we desire to be more like Christ mm -hmm. where we're willing to surrender to yes. him because we trust him. We see him working in our lives and that in his weakness, we are strong. What God meant is when you allow me to change you, you are stronger in how you defeat sin mm -hmm. and how you live differently. And we've got to be willing to do that. I know in my life with my eating disorder, I had to start putting into practice God's word. So one, it would start changing my thought life to I am worthy. I am strong enough. I can, through Christ, not eat, not let food and eating control me. And as I started thinking differently, I also had to put into practice some just basic, you know, don't keep food, certain food in the house, exactly. you know, have someone that I can confide in that I can call that I can say, I need to come over immediately. And I need you to walk me through this. I'm weak at this time. So whatever is going on in your life, it isn't just, I'm going to kind of ignore it and God can just change me. We've got to put into practice, practical mm -hmm. steps for us to live differently, to give God to, to be able to work in us, but also to put steps that we act differently. Mm -hmm. So we are working along with the Holy Spirit, but it starts with the desire to be different, but we've got to be in the word and growing spiritually to, to for it all to come together. And when you say in the word and growing spiritually, it's everything we've been talking about. That means when the Holy Spirit nudges us or gives us a passage from Scripture, it's like, all right, Lord, you've given this passage to me or you nudged me. Mm -hmm. Now empower me to walk according to that truth that you've just now revealed to me. Mm -hmm. And there is where in making the choice to walk according to the Spirit, not the flesh, 
that God in his wonderful way reveals himself to us. Mm -hmm. And that's what excites us to continue on this journey, knowing more intimately the Holy Spirit that resides within. You know, in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, he talks about our body being a temple of the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. And, and so it is important what we put into that temple, because if we put in trash and negativism and hurt and disappointment, that's what we'll be feeding at when we're talking to people. And we want to put in God, God's love, his acceptance. And he just says, I delight in you. I take pleasure in you. Mm -hmm. God just loves us. And yet, if we don't come from a loving background, many times that's so hard to receive. Mm -hmm. Because then God loves me. Yes, he does. And no matter what we've done and no matter what you've done out there, God is just still loving you on you and wants you to come to that place of letting go and just admitting to yourself, you know, I feel a failure. I feel inadequate. And we don't go on feeling anymore as a believer. We go on the fact of what God's word says. Mm -hmm. And as we do that, then the Holy Spirit starts changing when we're willing to let go. That's so good. And to realize, you, Kitty, you started out with the hope in Christ. Mm -hmm. And there's hope that we don't have to be overwhelmed. We don't have to live being controlled by something or trying to control everybody. Mm -hmm. That the hope in Christ means we, became, we can become more like Him and less of the things that control us that can be produce mm -hmm. negative relationships or negative behavior. But we've got to be part of that along with those practical exactly. steps. But first and foremost, are we willing and do we desire to let God, and that's relinquishing our will to trust God that he does it through us. And I tell you, it, it just, God is so amazing because things will come up in my life and I'm like, God, I need you again. I need you to take this over. I need you to forgive allow me to forgive this person that really hurt me as I just, God, I need you to do this. I'll get out of the way you do it. Before I know it, my heart has changed mm -hmm. and I didn't have to do anything except ask God, just, I need you more in this situation. I need you to even crucify this sin and change me. Exactly. And as we quit focusing on the sin or the person and we focus on Christ himself and we focus on his word and the truth in his word, that's when change takes place. Mm -hmm. So if anything today, we, if we could focus, have people focus on who God is in their relationship with Christ, allowing the Holy Spirit to change them, and they will be different. There is that hope in him that is um, that he promises that you talked about. We're sealed with that Holy Spirit, and that is his hope. You know, in that first... Um, John, he tells us that he loves us, that he chose us. And it's wonderful to realize from the very beginning, God, mm -hmm. he said he knew you when you were born in your mother's womb in secret. And from the very beginning, God knows you and I. And we may think, well, we're not going to tell him something or we're not going to admit something. He would know it. He already knows it. He knows everything about us. Mm -hmm. And yet he still just loves us. And he also tells us in First John, not only has he chosen us, but also he loves us. And that's such an amazing fact. It's not whether you feel like he loves you, it's a fact. And as we stand on that, as what you say, Christy, there's going to be a change in your life as you sit out there today because God wants you to be different. He wants you to have peace and, and, and a fellowship with him and that relationship where you can just talk to him about anything because he, he is your everything, because he, he wants to be the final word in your life as you work in it and allow the Spirit to work. Mm -hmm. 
And there's where we can pray, Holy Spirit within us, help us to keep focused on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. That's right. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast today or watching our video. And we just want to encourage you to um, just allow the Holy Spirit to change you from the inside out. And if you have any questions, just go to our website, www.histruthtransforms.org, and you can contact us. You can come in for counseling. We are here to just help you um, just live the Christian life, and that's what we do in our ministry. So thank you for listening today.